So we're going to go into the specific effects of insulin and first on carbohydrates. So there are really a variety of things that get activated, a variety of things that get inhibited. What gets activated is glycogen synthesis <coughs> and glycolysis, two processes that consume glucose because there's plentiful glucose in the bloodstream. Okay? The reverse processes, glycogenolysis, which produces glucose, and gluconeogenesis, which also produces glucose from smaller molecules, are inhibited. <coughs> and that's specifically important in the liver because the liver is the only uh, tissue that has gluconeogenesis. <coughs> In both liver and muscle, you have a decrease in glycogenolysis, degradation of glycogen. The tissue-specific effect of insulin is this last one. This should be really highlighted, very important. Insulin stimulates glucose uptake in these specific tissues, muscle and adipose tissue, by increasing the number of GLUT4 transporters on the cell surface, on, in the cell membrane. So more transporters, more glucose taken up into the cell. <coughs> adipose tissue or uh, effects of lip uh, effect of insulin on lipid metabolism let's start with adipose tissue <coughs> you remember adipose tissue is the where we store a lot of tags the adipocyte is roughly 80% tags okay so adipose tissue important effects on adipose tissue is first to decrease lipolysis by inhibiting hormone-sensitive lipase. Second is you increase tag synthesis. And how, how are tags synthesized? That you need fatty acids <coughs> and you need glycerophosphate. The fatty acids are coming from the dietary tags from chylomicrons. Lipoprotein lipase breaks them down, picks those fatty acids up into uh, adipose tissue. Then they are esterified to glycerophosphate. Where is the glycerophosphate coming from? It's coming from DHAP from glycolysis. So remember, adipose tissue picks up glucose. It's using glucose for its own energy needs. So it will have an ample supply of DHAP and glycerophosphate as a result. And that's the backbone used to esterify fatty acids from the diet or from de novo synthesis uh, from VLDL and you increase tag synthesis. 
One important positive effect of insulin, this is very important, <coughs> is, is that it can upregulate lipoprotein lipase. This is a distinct lipase from hormone-sensitive lipase. It's distinct in its location and it's how uh, it's regulated. It is part of the endothelium, so it kind of hangs out attached to the endothelium uh, 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 wall, if you want. And the enzyme can access the lumen of the bloodstream and access chylomicrons and VLDL. So it's choose on those to be able to pick up fatty acids to be stored in the respective tissues, <coughs> used or stored. Okay, so this is important effect of insulin. In most tissues, as I mentioned, so here we have TAG increase, synthesis of TAG, decrease lipolysis. The other class of molecules, proteins, you're going to basically increase protein synthesis in most tissues because there's plenty of amino acids in the bloodstream when after a meal and all the tissues will try to pick them up to replace what was turned over in a prior cycle. Importantly though, the muscle will use up a lot of those amino acids because of its mass, okay? But as I mentioned, again, you have three things that are stimulated, uh, uh, glycogen synthesis, tag synthesis, and protein synthesis, all by insulin. <coughs> and this is really a summary table of the effects of insulin, very important without getting into all the details, but here's the first important effect. Note where the checks are. Muscle adipose tissue only. Not the liver. The liver will pick up glucose, but not because of insulin, because of high glucose. The liver transporter is GLUT2. And that is a low affinity transporter. That means it doesn't have a high affinity for glucose. So, but when glucose rises in the bloodstream, the liver will start to pick up more of that glucose. Okay? Cellular respiration, what does that mean? <clears throat> if you don't understand what cellular respiration, maybe you missed a couple of lectures. That's the ETC, electron transport chain. That's, the, that's where we're using oxygen. Why do we need the ETC? Because most of the metabolic pathways, catabolic pathways that produce energy, like glycolysis, PDH and TCA, produce NADH and FADH2. And you need to take those high energy molecules, oxidize them through electron transport chain to produce ATP. So as a general rule, insulin is going to stimulate cellular respiration, 
production of those high energy molecules and their eventual production of ATP. <coughs> Simulating gluco, uh, glycogenesis, that's in liver and muscle. Inhibiting glycogenolysis, that's in liver and muscle. Simulation of amino acid uptake. The muscle is a, a key tissue, but really there's going to be increased uptake in other tissues as well. <coughs> uh, protein synthesis is stimulated throughout most tissues, inhibiting protein degradation. Tag synthesis is specifically increased in liver and adipose tissue. Uh, you inhibit tag lipolysis, specifically by inhibiting uh, hormone-sensitive lipase and adipose tissue. And this is really important in that this allows lipoprotein or lipase is responsible for accessing fatty acids from circulating tags in the form of chylomicrons and VLDL. There's an upregulation, <coughs> meaning there's an increase in the amount of lipoprotein lipase on the surface of endothelial cells. <clears throat> OK.